0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to the G show where we review and analyze the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. Of course, we're in the 30th edition of the G1 Climax this year and it is over. It is in the books. We have watched every single show and we are here with our final wrap up of the G1 tournament. I'm here with Cyrus. What's going on, Cyrus? We we, we made it across the
1: hump of the yeah. G1. We did it. Yeah, we, we did it. But, you know, what's funny is that, like, we watched, like, every single match in the c one And then as soon did. as it came to the final show, we were just like, no, we're not watching all these tag matches. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie to you. skipped right through them, right, right to the main event. Um, It just made it a lot easier on my life Mm. to do so. Uh, Of course, we're coming to you. My bad. We're sorry. We're coming to you a day later, obviously. (laughs) But, you know, because the show is going to be maybe a little bit lengthier, but we have a lot of things to talk about. We have, you know, a state of New Japan conversation you know, like we did last year where we talk about, you know, kind of the storylines that are going into Wrestle Kingdom in uh, a little bit under three months here uh, from the Tokyo Dome. It was announced, of course, a uh, big announcement over the, over the weekend that Wrestle Kingdom will be two days again this year. How do you feel about that, Cyrus?
1: Uh, I'm excited. Like, it, it's really cool. I don't know how long they're going to, like, stick with this format, but as long as Naito is double champion, they kind of have to. Like we have to find yeah. ways to get that bet off him.
0: Yeah, I, I I like it for the simple fact that, um, I mean, obviously, if people could travel, there was a tourist tourism reason why it was two days, and I thought that was a a cool idea. But also, just the the fact that having it two days allows us to get everyone on the car. Now, here's the funny part about it: it is two nights this year, and from what we know right now, the roster is what it is. It's the roster isn't really big enough <laughs> for two nights. So one thing, and, and this is something we'll talk about, I guess, a little bit later when we talk about the power struggle card, is that there is the opportunity or the possibility that it will open up maybe stardom being on the show proper this year. Or maybe we'll start getting the gaijin coming back, such as a Chris Jericho or a John Moxley coming back to New Japan in mm-hmm. January to help make these cards a little bit bigger. And we'll talk about uh, why we think this could be a possibility a little bit later in the show. But of course, we got to run through. Uh, the final nights of the G1, really, really quickly before we go to the finals, um, these were really contentious down-to-the-wire shows. I mean, right to – all the way to, uh, you know, night 17, all the way through. It was okay. very much down-to-the-wire.
1: Yeah, for for the most part, I – it kind of just, like – obushi kind of just, like, snuck out a win. Or, like, not even snuck out, like, uh, because, like, like you said when we were texting, like – He's always been like at least top three in the yeah. ranking, but I was watching the show and I was just like, Oh man, Obushi won in a really good match. And then, damn, J.Y. White lost. And then you just text back, Obushi wins, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and and you know, that that was that was you know the the idea there from uh all, all the way on through to you know from from night 18. Where you or night, not 19, but night 17, where you had these matches, and and like I said, you know, right before we uh. Right before we left off last time, this was going to determine it was it was a shootout. So I liked the actual framing of Night Seventeen. I thought it was a solid show, but you had it from the beginning. You had Yujiro picking up his first win, which put you know <laughs> Osprey back into contention. Back into contention, but then you had Shingo and Suzuki who had a banger. Then you had Okada and Osprey, which had a very big storyline thing that was you know right
1: smack dab in the middle really, of the show. Really good, really good match. I think this is one of like uh, Osprey's best matches but uh you know the the storyline stuff is like what's like bigger so
0: yeah and of course you had osprey uh looking to turn heel here against okada be a priestly came out as well as the great okan who uh used to be a young lion went off for excursion and is now back in this new this new team uh, which there it seems to be called um what they call it? is it the empire or something like that i believe. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like the empire or, or something like that. Like, it, it, what do you feel about this team so far?
1: Um, I w- we will just have to see how good uh on is. I just like took a quick peek at like his wiki and his cage match. He's like a multi-time tag team champion with Rampage Brown. Uh, I'm familiar with Rampage Brown from WCPW. He's a really cool uh, wrestler, and uh, he did. I think he did a little stuff with Impact, but um. I'm on a wait and see. But as far as uh, Osprey and B Priestley uh, involvement in it, it's cool that you got your queen a bag. But um, what is she gonna do? Because it's not like <laughs> she can technically get involved, you know. Like New Japan doesn't really like let uh, you know, the women uh, like valets sort of get involved. So I'm waiting to see the extent of her involvement in this faction. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Again, it's wait and see. But I I did like Okada in the next night uh, on the the finals. Actually, have some urgency in being upset that he that Osprey had turned on him. And I think this is a much better storyline than the one we got in the G One. Okada wasn't Mm. even close. uh, I think to even winning the G One this year. Uh, Neither neither was was Tanahashi to win the G One.
1: And that's okay. There's been like you know three years. Of them being like really close to uh, winning it all, you know. But um, I think do you, do you think they're gonna like continue this like uh, Okada thing where he's like trying not to be the rainmaker, and then possibly at Wrestle Kingdom he just like beheads Osprey with a rainmaker. <laughs>
0: I think that's the idea. Um, and, you know, I, you know how I feel about it. It's the, it's the Jay White thing where, where they go against like the top name New Japan star and they have a lot of heat going into it and they end up losing. I mean, I think oh. that this is, you know, naturally, this is the, the direction for Okada for Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm not mad at that. I think they're going to have a banger, you know, given that they get time, this get main event night one, you know, realistically. Oh, but I mean, you know, th- this is this is something I think they got to build up to. And Osprey, who already like we should have seen the hill, co- the hill turn coming just the way how cocky he was acting throughout the whole G1. Like, you know, we even said it like, you know, he, you know, the announcer saying, I, I love you. You're great. You're the-, you're the best. I need you. I want you. And I was just like, that's kind of weird. You know, faces are yeah. rebel really and things like that. But we should have seen <laughs> it coming, you know, but uh, I, that's why I, I thought it was cool.
1: I, I didn't see it coming because, uh, Okada was just, I mean, uh, Osprey was just like, you've been like holding me back. Is he just like referring to like Okada, not like laying down when they had like the championship match for the, uh, I mean, uh, the championship match for the title. Like I'm, I'm truly like confused on wh- what he truly meant there, but it is what it is
0: yeah we'll see we'll see um so throughout night uh 17 you also had uh Ibushi versus Taichi where Ibushi picked up his final win there in a, in a match with Taiichi. and then right at the end the main event Jay White versus uh Ishii Jay White had this all but locked up all he needed to do was win yeah <laughs> which slid which slid uh Ibushi into that slot I, I gotta say I did enjoy this way more than Tanahashi loses his first two matches and then goes undefeated for the rest of the block, or Okada does yeah. the same. You know, I kind of like this this way they did this a lot better because it actually forced us to kind of look at the numbers and be like, okay, there's realistically three people that could do this, but how will they? You know, how how will it? How will they come out on top?
1: Yeah, the, yeah, this is much better with like the losses being like sprinkled around rather than mm-hmm. just like losing streak at the beginning or losing streak towards the end. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, booking around uh, Jay White has been played
0: really smart. Yeah. Um, so night 18 of the G1, really a two match show. There wasn't really much that, you know, there, a lot of people could do. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. It was really down to those three. Like I said, it was down to Sonata evil and uh, Naito. And of course, Naito does lose to, to, <laughs> to Kenta. <laughs>
1: So uh, weird. Right? I, I, I was I was truly puzzled. I they possibly could have just went to uh, to a draw, you know, and Naito would have still lost. But it is what it is. I guess they just need to line stuff up for um towards the road to Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yeah, I think he needed a solid loss here because Sonata needed the points to. Well, actually, no. Sonata would have ended up with, with as many yeah. points as Naito. He just would have had the tiebreaker, and Naito would have still lost on tiebreakers. It was it was a weird. You know, I, 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 I would have liked convoluted. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would have like, liked that.
0: Block B was a little more convoluted in the way that they <laughs> that they did uh, the, the standings right to it. You know, it didn't really it really literally did come down to the final match of of B block there, which uh, had Evil and Sonata have have a match um i i, I... thought it was okay oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I thought it was not the best <laughs> match it, it was kind of
1: eh, eh. in in this whole tournament where these two are having the most mid matches they have their best match together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which i thought was like really really weird i don't I, I just thought it was too long 27
0: minutes is way too long and th- it was it was the idea of like again new japan trying to make epic matches just just for the sake of being epic this didn't feel epic to me at all it felt like a regular ass match
1: yeah it, it did feel like a regular ass match to me to the point where i didn't even truly i didn't feel the length of it honestly so that i think that's why i'm kind of positive on it like watching it i didn't think like damn man this should have been longer than 15 minutes and it's only been like 10 but uh I, I thought this was definitely like one of their best matches, and this is probably yeah. one of the highlight matches of night eighteen.
0: Yeah, I, I went two stars on that, so I, I can't oh, really? say <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I
0: hated this. It, it, it was like a minute and 50, two minutes of stalling in the end and in the beginning. I think Evil Shtick does not lend himself well oh. to thirty-minute matches. It doesn't. Um, he's kind of like Bray Wyatt in that sense, where it's like Bray Wyatt matches
1: were really good. Oh, when man. You're so right because I was thinking I was thinking that comparison when uh, we were watching this because I was just like, man, this is you know big big dude kind of all gimmick not yeah. in the ring, yeah, yeah that's a pretty one.
0: When when the bell rings for evil, it's 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 over. You know, it's mm-hmm. definitely like it, it's like I, I can't even think of, of of a time where I've been like, bro, like, you know, I gotta watch the evil match. But if they right, if, but if they you know keep the match short and keep the 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 interference light Then he does end up having good matches and he's shown flashes even throughout here and some of his undercard non-main event matches they've been okay but with the top guys he's just he's not even able to have a match with sonata that's an issue
1: yes uh, truly a big issue and <laughs> you remember when i texted you a couple weeks ago and i was just like was lij ever fire because sonata and evil just aren't like it you know, no so way. like were were they
0: even like, it was a look. It was a look.
1: Yeah. And my friend even like uh my friend asked me the same thing. I was just like, was L I J ever truly good? And I was just like, you know, naito just shined so bright <laughs> that it didn't yeah. matter, and then uh Hamaru came in and then Shingo came in and then you could just push all that bad shit towards the back.
0: I'd say just break them up. There's too many damn stables, and now we're about to get another one. <laughs> so like yeah. there's way too many stables. Like chaos is still a thing, and I cannot believe it. Like these characters cannot be so much different from each other than they are now. Toguchi Japan is a thing. We haven't seen Toguchi in like years. Like it's 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 wild. But um Sonata did win the B block, and then we go into the finals with Sonata versus Evil. I mean not Sonata versus e, Sonata versus no. Koda Ibushi. Sorry, that would have been terrible. Um, so how'd you feel about this match? Uh, I I I think that of any two pairings that you could have gone with, you went with the two people in this whole tournament that have the least amount of chemistry between the two, but strangely <laughs> enough, the one guy that could take a loss right now and it not hurt him.
1: I honestly, when you say that, I'm just like, man, I sure wish Goto was here instead. Uh, But yeah, I, I saw a lot of people excited for this match. And I was just like, I envy the hell out of you guys. Because these, in their matchups, they have had zero good matches. Yeah. I wouldn't even say this match is good, I would say it's tolerable. Because there isn't like the weird uh, skull end drag to the um, drag to the runway paradise lock or whatever bullshit or yeah. like a huge botch uh, off any of their moon salts or anything like that. This match is tolerable at best because uh, Sonata doesn't do his thing where it's just a bunch of skull ends for like a total of eight minutes throughout the whole match.
0: Oh, my God. It, it was, it was really crazy that it, it. I looked at 16 minute mark, and that was the first time any any of
1: them went for a pinfall. Yeah, they they were just like doing holds, so and I complained about it, and they were just like, "That's just New Japan." I was just like, "Sometimes it's not <laughs> it's like it doesn't have to be this." And uh, Kota didn't even go into his like you know eight ball mode. You know, yeah. I, I think that's the like. <laughs> When he gets there, that's when like his matches like really excel, and it just wasn't it. I I wish Goto was well, and I wish they liked Goto to even put him in that position with Kota Ibushi, because I feel like we would have probably gotten like a much better match or yeah, a much better it, final. It,
0: it's a shame that that, that he would, you know he probably was, was too injured to do so, but yeah. At the end of the at the end of the day, it, it was like. You know, again, I understand why Sonata was in this position. He is the one person that could take this loss, and yeah. you know, he could always hang his hat on the fact that he made it to the finals. But Kota Ibushi wins again. Um, you know, he he's now you know been to the he's been to the he's he's won the G One twice in a row, back to back. Yeah, that's like some Tanahashi Okada shit. You know, that that's some rarefied
1: air there. <laughs> that as so, so, soon as he uh, signed on the dotted line, they said, "Yeah, give him everything." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, he he now has uh, him and Tanahashi are due for a tag team match, a tag team title match if they want to do so. Uh, what else? I mean, there, there, I think, that, did,
0: that. Did, I think
1: did, they got to get the book off of the first. Uh, yeah. Did Oka? I mean, Kota beat Suzuki yeah okay so he has a nor- uh a never open title match and then he he's has not shit. he's not going for that shit. i'm just saying <laughs> he's got the briefcase he doesn't
0: need that shit and, and the thing is it's, it's funny and you know we were talking about this <clears throat> that coda actually like pretty much beat everyone on the mm-hmm. g1 like he, he he like you know if like he, you know in the end he had like the strongest you know, the, the, the strongest numbers out of, out of anyone in, you know, in that blog, he went seven and two and it's like, we, I don't even know how we didn't notice that he was like right there and he had like the most wins out of everyone. Like we should have seen this one coming, that he was going to win this, but you know, we we were so stuck on Jay White and you know, one yeah. thing that was interesting was that there was nothing that came out of the Jay White and evil stuff. I thought that they were going to really kind of pull the right.
1: trigger. What's up with that? And then, uh, I believe Kenta and evil were in a tag match as well, like teaming up together and they just did nothing with that. So, amen. We championing new Japan for the storylines when they came and like follow up at the finals Oh, y'all boy is crazy, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I get I get the, the slow burn. I get it. I get the slow burn, but...
1: I get the slow burn, but absolutely doing nothing when two people are in the same room is, like, insane to me. I still feel as though Jay
0: White and Evil is the direction for Russell Kingdom for them. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I really still feel as though that might be the direction, but... In the end, the way they get there is interesting because there aren't that many shows, so they have to do it technically at uh, at Power Struggle if they were to do that. That would have to be the the moment where that pops off because I would imagine yeah. Power Struggle is where you get the if these you know if there's some Americans that are going to be there because you got to finally give Kenta his title shot or Kenta or Tanahashi their title shot, you know, depending on who wins their match at Power Struggle. Yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not sure where, where they would go there, but again, Kota Ibushi, what could, what can we say? Like you know, let us just kind of give our overall thoughts on the tournament before we go ahead and look ahead at the the future for New Japan. I, I honestly thought this was strong. It was stronger than last year's tournament. I thought there were way more good matches. Like we had a list yeah. of matches. It hit it hit about almost like the fifteen twenty mark of, of, of matches that that we had to a point where, and we never do this. You and I actually had a, a conversation and an argument about what matches should stay. <laughs>
1: And it was over a very unlikely participant in the tournament. Uh, we we fought over Taiichi matches, which I, I we we both thought they were good. Just like yeah, you know, but as a top ten was kind of <laughs> insane. And I get that part, but those matches are really good. Taiichi's matches with Kota Ibushi, I. I just thought it was really different, even though they're just, like, kicking the shit out of each other for, like, 10 minutes straight. I I just thought that that
0: was uh, a match that that I saw people either really hate or really love. And I was on the other end, and you were on the other end, and I think that that proved it, that, like, you're either going to love it or hate it. And
1: I I didn't like that match at all. I, I just thought it was, like, very interesting because the match that Kota Ibushi has with Suzuki it's kind of just like all strikes, like all forearm strikes. And then it was just like, all right, now we're just going to get these two kickers really just like killing each other. Strictly kicks, nothing but big kicks here. And I thought that was really cool. And then also the Shingo and Taichi match is something that, uh, was just like, eh, but I, I just thought it was cool that they were just like, they were using each other's moves. Like that was a like little sprinkle to the match. And, doing with Jay White was really cool as well because they were just like mirroring each other because they're both heels yeah again like there, there was a lot of strong and the thing that that was like the most
0: you know promising for me was that we got to see some character stuff. We got to see a yeah. lot of character stuff. We got to see a lot of storylines being built in a non-New Japan way, non-traditional way that they would usually build storylines. You had the Bullet Club implosion that was happening. You had Osprey in his turn. You had Kenta even being like, hey, is this even, you know, is Bullet Club even kind of like where I went to Yeah. right now? <laughs> um, you had Ishii trying, you know, going for respect. You had Jeff Cobb going for respect. You had Suzuki who was kind of in his old man role. He took a lot of L's this year, you know? Like yeah. you, you had a lot of people that that you know were were kind of going through their own storyline things and and i thought that it was really strong and and, i mean i would be remiss
1: not to mention
0: yoshihashi's storyline throughout the g1 as well
1: yeah not high on his matches but showing that he has the grit and you know uh the strength to stay in the fight is really good stuff even Mm -hmm. though they just like went on too long maybe he can. You know, show a little less grit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it, it, to me, I, I, you know, overall, I would highly recommend this G one. Um, G one twenty nine was was not my best G one, um, but I, I'd i I'd, I'd highly recommend it. It's the best G one. Uh, in years but
1: not the best you i've seen a couple people saying this is the best you i'm let's let's um, calm down just 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 a high of new japan like like we were when we came in like we were so excited yeah. to the point we were just like hey man b-block might be amazing <laughs> and yeah it,
0: it, it suffered from it, it really did suffer from a lot of the The same issues that that we always we always see with with G1s, you know, over overblown main events and even overblown mid, you know, you know, mid card matches that were just kind of like this is going for way too long. Um, I, I will commend them for the length of the shows. I will commend them for having less tag matches. I will commend them for, you know, giving us breaks in between. This is a schedule yeah. that I think they really should follow throughout the year of giving us these one and two day breaks. Uh, and, and you know, usually we get a one day break in G1 this this year. I think we had what what one break was like three days this year. I thought I was like, this is so beautiful.
1: amazing. <laughs> like, like they should seriously, like, just keep this format. Like yeah. you, you can keep the two night, uh, two night wrestle kingdom, keep the short G one with breaks, even outside of the pandemic. I think we would see a lot less injuries, even though like Gota got injured, but like, you know, we'll see a lot of less wear and tear and a lot of less fatigue from, you know, just the fans in general.
0: Yep. So, uh, let's go on and move to a uh, power struggle. That is going to come to. Uh, that's that's going to come on November seventh, uh, here, and it's quite a card, Cyrus. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think, I, I, <laughs> think we should, I think we should definitely look at this card and, and, and review it because I think it's going to be really strong. It's going to come to us from the Edeon Arena in Osaka. Uh, you have. Toriano versus Zack Sabre Jr. in a in kind of like an opening card match. You have Suzuki versus Shingo for the Never Openweight Championship. You have Okada versus Great Okan. You have the contract match between Kenta and Tanahashi. That I kind of hinted at a little bit earlier. And you have a contract match with Kota Ibushi versus Jay White. Uh, for the g1 uh, winner uh, contract as well and of course at the main event you have naito versus evil with naito looking to re- uh to get his win back and to defend his intercontinental and heavyweight championships this is a strong card cyrus i'm not gonna lie to you
1: it, it, it is a strong card but there's some matches that i'm just like uh oh, we'll, we'll see which is like the okada and great okan and uh evil and naito match i'm well, also, also the Osprey match. Like, I want to see what his like his new heel offense is now.
0: Well, he's not on the card. He's not on the card. Oh, he's so. not on. The card? Uh, who'd you say oh. it was? It's Ibushi it and Jay White. No, uh, who was the first match you listed? It wasn't Ishii oh, uh, and Zach, Zach Saber Jr. And, and Yano. Oh, yeah. Why are we getting that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know
1: why you said Osprey, but my fault.
0: It's it's the uh, it's the king of pro wrestling 2020s thing. Remember the the old. Uh, the the thing oh, that they were starting the yeah, the the weird rules and stuff like that. That's it's <laughs> going to be one of those matches. Uh, Their WWE sports entertainment shit. That that's what that's basically. <laughs> the, sport, the sports entertainment title? Okay. World yes. championship. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they can fight over that. We we have a lot of p- possible storyline stuff happening between I think the Okada match, the Kenton Tanahashi match, and the Kodobushi Jay White thing. Because I think if Jay White loses the contract match, which I think he will. Yeah. That would be to either a you know frustration with Evil or something like that or, or him wanting to exert his dominance in that storyline starting off properly. But I think the most interesting part, obviously, is the Kenta versus Tanahashi thing. I was thinking Kenta was going to go right back to, to the United States and possibly see Moxley down the road since AEW is letting him do all types of dates. But the Tanahashi mm-hmm. thing is interesting here because we could potentially get Tanahashi and Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom or even earlier than that.
1: I think... That, that would be interesting. I think that would be a lot better than uh, the match that you have with Jericho. And I don't know if that truly opens the door for the AEU collab thing, even though Cody was just like, we don't want to do a joint show. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I, I don't
0: think that that would be looked at as a as a joint show, because if we remember... Moxley is kind of like a contracted yeah. New Japan talent as well. So in, in, in New Japan, he's a different character than he is on AEW. So that would just kind of be the attraction match. But could we potentially be looking at a Kenta or a Tanahashi versus Moxley match in January?
1: That would be cool. I, I would love to see it happen. Hopefully, uh, you know, he can still squeeze uh, just find a way to get out of the States to get there. I don't know uh, how travel is I mean, uh, truly if, looking. If Kenta, Kenta and Jay White got there, so
0: I think it's definitely a possibility. Like, cause, I mean, Jay White lives here. Kenta lives here. So, I mean, mm-hmm. again, like there's definitely the, the travels opened up. I think if you want to get the belt off of Moxley, they always, they go, they go to old faithful, right? Every single time mm-hmm. they go to old faithful and that's Tanahashi. That would be, that would be <laughs> a book.
1: So I, I, this doesn't sound like something new Japan would like ever do, but let's say Moxley can't, can't go to japan but kenta or tanahashi can come to the states right do you think that moxley would just like go to their la dojo have the match there and then possibly like air it at wrestle kingdom that doesn't seem like a thing that would like truly do
0: yeah i I think that's um it doesn't but then in this COVID era a lot of things that i never thought that they would do they've been doing you know so Anything is possible. I wouldn't I wouldn't put that out there on a possibility, honestly. And I think it sounds like a great idea. You want to get the belt off of Moxley ideally if they want to push this title on their shows again. Because Moxley more than likely won't be able to make every date. And he's probably not gonna be able to be at the dojo. Like if they were to do a,
1: a cinematic match, <laughs> you know, that yeah. would be crazy. so like, it, it won't be uh it won't be live, so it won't breach the uh the AEW contract thing, like it won't be aired on TV or whatever. So why not? Yeah. I, I think that's actually a great idea, it, but I, you know, I think all intents and purposes, they
0: really want him to be there live, but if they can't mm-hmm. get him there live, definitely just do the match. Anyway, you got to get you that bell has been inactive for the whole year, pretty much. And, mm-hmm. you know, Moxie's doing really well in AEW. he's their champion he's going on a year i think right uh in a yeah. couple months of being the champ so like again like you want to make sure that he still has that you know he's able storyline wise to do things that make sense with AEW, but still be able to kind of fulfill his his commitment to new japan as well but to me if there was anything i'm watching out for and i'm really interested in on power struggle it is going to be that tanahashi match it's going to be the bushi match and it's going mm-hmm. to be really the outcome of what happens between Naito and evil. If night, if, if evil and Jay white, both take L's on that night, I would be watching very closely to what happens at the end of the night at power struggle on the seventh. Yeah. So uh, looking to the future, I mean, what do you, I mean, I think we could pretty much guess what the what the, the Russell kingdom uh, directions are. Um, I would imagine Kota and Tanahashi would have to drop. I think that are still the tag champions, right? No, it's Zack Sabre jr. And Taiichi. Okay, so they don't have to worry about, I guess that's why they drop, they dropped the titles, but um, obviously we're going to get Kota Ibushi and Naito. We don't know if they're going to do that weird tournament thing again, which I pray to God that they don't do that. Do not screw Ibushi over again with that shit. Just do the match straight <laughs> or just have Naito defend on both nights. Have Naito defend the, the Intercontinental against someone and then have him defend the, the heavyweight and have Ibushi choose which one he wants. He should He should definitely go for the heavyweight, right? I think he should. I don't think he has that much CTE yet. <laughs> uh, the
1: the thing with uh, Wrestle Kingdom being double nice now, and Naito is going to possibly lose one of those titles, and I think he will end up losing the heavyweight title. Wow. I, I think that's a good idea. The, the, like, the IC title has been, like ingrained into his like career like the ic title is like part of him so yeah. it's just like
0: I, I think, so you think he'll keep the ic and drop the heavyweight mm-hmm. I he needs to lose both belts at this point like really bro, like, his whole run cyrus has been snake bit it's been a cool it's been a cool experiment but it's over he got his run. He got his. He got his. He got his Tokyo Dome win right before yeah.
1: COVID.
0: He did everything. <laughs> <you could> do
1: <laughs> I, de- like- I, I definitely think they should just like cut the uh, the double championship? Like just like let's stop it. They already booked it terribly with him not like defending both titles individually. But like, like I said, like the IC titles like so ingrained his, into his career. I think he might like lose it at a later front. Like possibly when Osprey goes over the hump, that is Okada. Maybe he goes for the icy title.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of different ways you could go with that. I, I agree with with Nidal having the title, but wouldn't it be cool if they slid the icy title to Shingo and have a lij lij, and then have him lose to, to Dakota?
1: That I, I would like to see uh, Shingo with the IC title. That's but, but that would mean how we that do we get there? That would mean they'd have to do that tournament thing again.
0: Uh okay. So uh, that, would, that would put Shingo in the pool, and I mean that would be cool if they went with the, the, with the people that had like maybe the most points or the, or the the, the runner ups of the G one, and then they that that was the people that were determined to be in in the tournaments or whatever.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I'd li- I'd like it. But as
0: it stands right now, they, they want us to keep going with this evil and Naito feud. I'm hoping this wraps up on the 7th as well. <laughs> I, I pray this
1: wraps up by the time World Tag League
0: starts. Oh, yeah. And, that, and of course, World Tag League. Uh, and, you know, that, that's going to be happening in November as well. Uh, that's going that's going uh, in tandem with the, with the Super Junior Tournament as well. So that's going to be really mm-hmm. interesting to watch. First year without Will Ospreay in it. So... They're gonna have to be pushing. Yeah, it's gonna be pushing. Like, I I see Takahashi winning. I see Hiromu winning this one. So I I don't.
1: Uh, I, I have no doubt he's gonna win. It's either Hiromu or Sho. because those are the only two that I've seen them truly get behind. Yeah,
0: and and no um no no uh you know outsiders coming in this year as well. So I mean yeah. other than Osprey there, there there isn't anyone else new. Um, there's usual no Dragon Lee this year. It seems like it's, it. Seems like he's WWE bound. Um, so like there's a lot of people that just aren't going to be there like this year.
1: Sp- spe- speaking of the WWE bound, how do you feel about Jay White possibly being WWE bound? Um, you want to you want to hear my theory?
0: Yeah, you want to hear my theory? Because it, there, there's been a quiet ever since Kylo O'Reilly's quotes in that interview on the bump two weeks ago, three weeks ago, there's been a quiet, quiet, quiet conversation about Jay White's contract and like where he could end up in the next year or imminently, you know, very, you know, sooner than that within in the next six months. I don't think it's a, hmm. it's a stretch to think that him not winning the G1, I don't think it's a stretch to think that him having the Bullet Club feud happen right now and potentially being excommunicated could be a way for him to be out. I wouldn't be shocked if that was a way for him to get out is for him to get eliminated from the, from the bullet club and then him to go. WWE has been still signing people. We saw Ben Carter uh, go mm-hmm. over there as well. Um, you know, if they wanted to do something with, with, Jay White, he already lives in the United States. It's not like a, a, a big stretch for him to just get over there. NXT needs that next big one. You know, the, after carrying Cross um who, who's a heel after finn balor who again is a tweener after Kyle o'reilly who wants to work with jay white after adam cole leaves and we know that's happening who's going to yeah. be their next one jay white low-key works the style in the terms of how he plays to the crowd anyway why i mean he mm-hmm. is a good fit. i don't think he's a bad fit for new japan i think he's a great fit for american wrestling in general whether it be aew or wwe if they were to 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 you know, bring out the Brinks truck for Jay White. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to be there. <laughs> the Brink trucks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Cyrus. He's won the IWGP Heavyweight Title.
1: Yeah. No, I, I get the resume, and I totally agree as well. I would love to see Jay White in NXT. He would definitely spice it up, and I. Well, I was on Instagram, and Karrion Cross looked fine to me. <laughs> that, man was in, that man was in Cancun doing dives. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I mean, and just and
0: think about the age in NXT right now, or WWE in general. Mm-hmm. They're all 35 and up. Keith Lee was like 35. Karrion Cross is damn near 40. Uh, Finn is 40. Kyle Riley, I think is in his early 30s.
1: Mm-hmm. Jay
0: White is a 28 He's 28 Kyle O'Reilly is 33 His, like, you need his birthday young was like Two weeks ago Like you need Young people on your roster Like that You need that Why not? He's he's got the look, man. I'm telling you, like like his his resume speaks for itself, bro. He's he's the right height, the right size. He's like Finn's height. I mean, he's he's the type of guy that mm-hmm. they really like to to push anyway. He's won the heavyweight, he's won the intercontinental, and he's won the US championship. What left what is there left for him to do at New Japan? <laughs> the, the weak ass tag belt. <laughs> <laughs> he's won everything. He's done it all. Like I'm not mad at it. And you know what? We got to, you know, even though he didn't win the G one, I I'm, I'm willing to say we got to put his Raptor up there or his, his Jersey in the Raptors right up there in the Raptors. Um, wh- who would you say is your MVP this year before we get out of here? And who, who would you say is kind of like the guy who kind of, cr- you had, to, you know, you couldn't miss a single match from him this year. You, you know, he had to,
1: you know, be seen to be believed during the G one this year <laughs> to sit, to see it, to believe it. Shit. Uh, Taichi, man. When I, when I say positive things about Taiichi and people are just like, ew, you need Oh, as my MVP, Shit, uh Shingo for sure. Uh Must see is Taiichi though. Yeah, must see. I, I I'd say must
0: see for me is Jay White this year, but my MVP is Ibushi. Undoubtedly, he had the the best he had the he had the best uh you know the the, the best win-loss record on the G one this year to me, when we looked at our, our match ratings yesterday, he had the best, <laughs> he had the most <laughs> matches of anyone else on that list. And I think four, 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 four. <laughs> exactly like I was giving, he was, he was racking up four star matches. You know, he had the most main events. And I think again, it's perception. Well, Osprey only had one main event, this whole G one. And we damn near forgot mm-hmm. that he had a lot of the matches that he did because they happened so early. So had he had more main events, I feel like I probably would have put Osprey up in that conversation, but bar none, Ibushi just had the best matches against uh, Shingo. He had the best matches against Suzuki. He had the best matches against like, you know, uh, you know, Shingo, all of that. The (laughs) Taichi, like, you know, you know, your mileage may vary there, but you know, he had the best matches with everyone on, on on his block. So it's, it's, it's a no brainer that he would, he'd be
1: up there for us. Um, Well, a- a- any fivers in your book? No, no, no in Assessment. Okay.
0: No, no fivers. I don't. whatsoever.
1: No, I, I don't have any either. It's there, hard. There, there's some to, that cut it close. It's hard
0: to. I think the one that cut it close for me would have been. Um, it was. What was the one that cut it close to a five for me? You know what really messed everything up was them uh, airing after Takeover Thirty-One. I think Osprey and Balor wow. really messed it up for a lot of these matches on this card. Like it was really tough for them to beat that. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? Or, or Ibushi Shingo came close. Okada Shingo came
1: close to a 5 for me. I got I went four. Yeah, and that, four. that is, uh, I, I would say that as well. I really did like the Shingo match a lot. Uh, the Shingo and Okada match.
0: Yeah. Th- those. Those are the ones that came close. So. Yeah, uh, we we are we've come to the end, sirs. We 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 have to put another G one in the books. Thank you all for listening to the G show this season. Um, We we really appreciate you guys listening to the show every single you know week and wanting to hear what, what our thoughts were and wanting to hear what matches to watch. I really appreciate that. Like. You know, it, it made us. It made it easier for me to watch the matches, knowing that you guys really like leaned on us to, to let you guys know what was <laughs> what was you know worth watching. Yeah. wasn't worth watching. Like it made me feel really
1: good. Yeah, uh, same. Just people just asking like, hey, do you guys know what's like must watch? Because I don't want to watch all this. And I was just like, yeah. I watched all of it sadly, but I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Like, thank, th- thank you all, and that, that's for like Jeff J, that's Logan, everybody that that really like tapped in with us this year. Uh, we're we're gonna try and I want to try and do more. Um, I, I want to try and do more stuff with New Japan. Um, you know, like I, I want to review the, the power struggle car. So maybe we'll be back and we'll do little, uh little one-off episodes and we'll have to give it its own name, its own branding or whatever, but we'll definitely be back talking more new Japan with you guys. Thank you all for listening to the G show. Please follow us on Twitter. Our new account is booming. It's at the a show RNC. We have new content for you there every single day. Uh, please subscribe to us on uh itunes you subscribe to us on spotify listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast of course we have shows like the g show the a show uh as well as spot callers which we're going to have our episode on victory Road 2011 dropping very imminently we're going to probably record that this week right cyrus yeah 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 we're gonna I, this week.
1: I i i rewatched the three matches that i felt that were really good <laughs> 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 and i'm not i'm not watching anything else <laughs>
0: So we're going to have that episode to you out before Halloween. So that's going to be your spooky spooky listen to before this month (laughs) is up. Um, We also have the Rewriter's Room as well as the War Report. So thank you all for listening to the G Show. For Cyrus, I am Justin. Please be safe out there and we'll see you later.